I like the way on Long your website. Alright, stand by. Okay, we'll just say that. If it's smooth jazz, then the jazz queen is talking about it on Talking Smooth Jazz. Your place for all things smooth. With the smoothest show on the internet radio, your host, the Jazz Queen. Hello, welcome to Talking Smooth Jazz. My name is Terry, a.k.a. the Jazz Queen. It is Sunday, June 23rd, 2019. My guest today is author, guitarist, and the founder of the Watts 103rd Street Rhythm Band, Mr. Charles Wright. I am excited to have you on the show today, Mr. Wright. Welcome. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Oh, it is my pleasure. My pleasure. So uh, I would like to begin with the band itself and tell, uh, every, you know, tell us how it got started. <laughs> well, actually, it started out as Charles Wright and the Wright Sounds. I actually, I was, uh, I had had been involved with three different doo-wop groups, all of which had hit records. And it seemed like every time we had a hit record, the guy, we would practice real hard before we got a record. Once we got a record, the guys would go chasing women and, and <laughs> just could never follow up. So <clears throat> I then became the A&R man for the the largest independent record company in Los Angeles at 19. Okay. And uh, uh, I, I, while I was doing that, I would go out looking for talent. I, I ran to a band one night called the La La Wilson Band. And I decided I would extend my uh, talents to doing, uh, for that, you know, putting a band, vocal group inside of a band. Mm-hmm. And so I started out with only four people, three other people than myself. <clears throat> and we started working in clubs around here. And uh, we ended up working at the Haunted House on Hollywood and Vine for, in Hollywood for two and a half years. And uh, while we were doing that, my band was now, it was nine pieces. Mm-hmm. And in the I had... Barry White as a drummer at one point. I had the captain from the captain to Neil as a keyboard player at one point. I had uh, Bill Withers. I had all these people come through the band. And they are in over nine pieces. And uh, then I ran into Bill Cosby one day because in the daytime I was playing as a guitarist. I was a studio musician. So one day in the studio, Bill Cosby popped in, him and his producer, and they were looking for a band to record a, a single with Bill Cosby. And they stayed all day. They were happy. They left, <clears throat> promised us we'd be the band. They came back two weeks later. We, we were recording a song called Little Old Man with Bill Cosby. Did you ever hear that? No, I haven't. It was, a, it was a hit record, top 20, uh, in uh, 66, I think. Uh, and uh, actually, it was a Stevie Wonder track, uh, Uptight. Stevie Wonder's Uptight. We mm-hmm. we, we that with him talking over the top of it. He's oh. rapping. 
Okay. And okay. we came hit record. And after that, he wanted to make an album, so we made an album with him. Then we made another album with him. Then we came in his backup band on his concerts until people decided they didn't want to hear him sing. They wanted to hear him tell jokes. Mm-hmm. So we did that for a while. But he he fortunately got us a contract with Warner Brothers Records, which is the company he was recording for at the time. Okay. And, and after that, we started making our own records and uh, uh, under the name of the Watts 103rd Street Rhythm Band, which is the name we were using when we were recording behind him, or when we were performing behind him, too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, now, you and, mentioned uh, Barry, I'm sorry, you mentioned Barry White. Are you talking about the singer Barry White? Yeah. Really? I did not know that he was part of your band, and I didn't know he played he was, drums. Yeah, he's an excellent drummer. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Man, I remember I remember the band. Um, I remember your music, you know, growing up as a teenager uh, with the music, Express Yourself and Loveland and Do Your Thing. Um, I, I remember those vividly and just, you know, dancing to them and partying to them and having a good time. And I guess back then I just really didn't pay attention to the band members. Um, it was all about the music then, you know. But, uh, yeah, wow, well, about that's the, awesome. Yeah. Uh, frankly, by the time we did that, Barry was not with us anymore. Wow. He wasn't on that record, so don't even trip on that. No, See? but you, I just find it interesting. I bet a lot of people didn't know that. A lot of people probably did not know that oh. Barry White was part of your band. That's interesting. Yeah, at one point, yes. Yeah, yeah. wow. Well, that's awesome. Okay. All right, so um, now you guys released all of these these hits. You know, I mentioned Express Yourself and Love Land and Do Your Thing. Um, I have um, Express Yourself, so I'm going to play that in just a little bit. So how long was the band together, and um, how long did you guys stay with Barry, uh, I'm sorry, Bill Cosby? Oh, we were together for a total of about eight years. Okay. And we played behind Cosby for off and on for two years. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And now you have since released um, your own music, your solo project. Um, you have released some, some um, CDs I see on your website here. And, um, and the music has been licensed you know, to commercial TV and movies and stuff. Tell us about that. Oh, Express Yourself has been in a total of uh, 30 some, 32 movies, I think. Uh, it's been in over 80 um, television commercials around the world. Mm. Yeah. So mm. it's been really the best thing ever happened to me. I, yeah. I didn't expect I I thought Loveland would be the classic, but it turns out to be Express Yourself. Mm. And I was going to say before we went live that I, on your website, I love the cartoon where you are walking through the different doors and your music is oh. playing. That is really nice. Now, was that a concept of yours? No, it's actually one of my uh, co-workers, one of the people who work for me. 
he uh, is Mark Duplicat. He does, he came up with that concept, and uh, he's he and another cartoonist put it together. Oh, that is uh, awesome! I really like that. I really like that. Thank a lot. you. I wish I credit for, but I can't. Ah, <laughs> oh, it's really nice. All right, so let's take a listen to this old classic, classic song, "Express Yourself." This is from the Watts 103rd Street Rhythm Band. This is a classic right here. This is Express Yourself. Oh, God. 
does that bring back memories? I swear it does. Wow. Love that song. That is Express Yourself from the Watts 103rd Street Rhythm Band. Tell me a little bit about that song, Charles. What what was the inspiration for that? Everybody asked me the same question. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I've repeated the story many times. Actually, we had, when Do Your Thing was a huge record, right? So we were performing one night at Texas A&M. And uh, Do Your Thing comes to an abrupt end. That was the end of the show. Mm-hmm. And when it's, all the kids kept stumping and clapping and stumping and clapping. And I don't know, sister, what made me say it. Only God, I guess, made me say it. I don't know where it comes from. I said, express yourself, and they went crazy. Mm. So I said it a couple of other times, and they reacted just as causing bodacious. So I went to the hotel that night and got my pencil and paper and started writing. And I got on the plane the next day coming back to L.A., and by the time I got off the plane, I had finished the lyrics express. Wow. That's awesome. At the, at the same time that they were going to the moon, the Apollo mm-hmm. program was, was, had landed on the moon. So mm-hmm. I would, that's why you hear me say they're doing it on the moon. Mm. Mm. Good song. Good song. Yes, Thank good you. song. So now I read on your website that there's a Express Yourself TV show. Yeah, I did a TV show. Actually, I I recorded a TV show. Okay. And, uh, yeah, we had nice prop and everything. Some of it is up there on my website. And I interviewed people like Little Richard and a uh, few other people. Thirty some odd people actually. Okay, but, um, all right. Yeah, it's actually my own private television show. Well, you can see some of it on my website, expressyourself.net. Yeah, yeah, all right. And so, are you still doing the show? No, I'm not doing it anymore. I was, okay. I was hoping to get it picked up by one of the major stations and so forth. That hasn't happened. Yeah. So. I'm not going to keep doing it until maybe somebody do bite for it. But I was proud of it. I, I really enjoyed doing it, and I think I was pretty good at it. Oh, I'm sure you were. Yeah, I'm sure you were. Now, you know podcasts are a big thing these days. Have you ever thought about doing a podcast? Uh, Yes, I thought about it. And the problem is I'm old school. And a matter of fact, we have a lady coming over here within the next week or two to teach us all about podcasting. Oh, good, good. Yeah. Yeah. And then I'll know how to operate it better than I do now. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll look forward to that. So, you know, if that comes to, to fruition, I will definitely look forward to listening to that show for sure. Well, yeah. great. Yeah. All your stories. I'm sure you have a lot of stories to tell, so definitely want to hear yeah, well, that the television show, I'm sorry to cut across you. No the problem. Television show, the television show was actually for other people to tell their story, basically. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Did, a lot of, did a lot of interaction, but it was basically about 
your story on my show. Okay. Okay. All right. So um, I mentioned that you have this CD called Something to Make You Feel Good. This is uh, Charles's latest release, uh, 2016. I'm going to play a song from this CD, and then we'll get into the book. Uh, But tell me about the CD first. Well, some more of my music. I got so much music, sister. I mean, that you know, they haven't played our kind of music since in the last 30 years. Mm. And I have the music, but it's not uh, these. Uh, it, I don't think black people on a single radio station, if they do, they're not doing the right thing because mm-hmm. we need have our music heard. I, I, I don't want to get up on a platform here, but I must say, you know, that what the music that you hear over the airwaves is it has to do with your med, your mental state of mind. We're all right now in a terrible mental state of mind because of the music that we're exposed to mm-hmm. and our children are exposed to and the lyrics that these guys are doing today that it has nothing to do with saving the planet. It seems like it's about destroying the neighborhood. And I, I don't like it. I keep making music that I I think the people would would be healthy for the people's mind, basically. Yeah. 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 I agree. I agree with you with that. The music now, the, the record industry, yeah. period, just it's just not the same, you know, like it was 20, 30 years ago. So well, they're shot. Not anything, yeah. Yeah, it's shot uh, because they're not really selling records anymore that much. They're selling merchandise. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. and they they want a pretty face, and uh, they play the record and expose that artist to the people, and sell T-shirts and hats and shoes and all mm-hmm. kinds of merchandise. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I agree with you on that point for sure. All right, yeah. so the song I'm going to play is called Happiness. Tell me about this song. Just another one of my songs, which I enjoy writing and recording. All right, this is Happiness. Well, the 
So that was happiness from Charles Wright's latest release of something to make you feel good. You'll find that on his website, expressyourself.net. So I also mentioned that Mr. Wright is an author. His latest book is called Up From Where We've Come. Um, Tell me about this book. Okay. You know, uh, (laughs) most people, when I told them I wrote a book, they weren't. Know all about it. Think it's all about my show business life, mm-hmm. but I had a life before that. Uh, my, I was born in the Mississippi Delta, and parents were sharecroppers. And I had to express. Actually, I, I intended to write it all in one book, but I just couldn't cram my whole life into one volume. And so mm-hmm. I decided to write this book about my life in Mississippi and it ends at Union Station here in Los Angeles where I came off of a, of a train, of a, a train, okay? And it ends there, basically. But there's so much that happened between then and when I was born and then. To, um, I just it in the book. And the book is getting all five-star reviews. On um, Amazon, I'm proud of it. Uh, so um, it's about what my family went through with a cool partner, a boss, and so many other things that happened to us in the state of Mississippi. And it's, I think my book is probably one of the most honest expressions of history of the United States that that exists. It tells you exactly what was really going on in the 40s and the 50s. And I think, you know, I appeal to young people. Mm -hmm. I know young people are interested in a lot of stuff that's going on that seems like me something today. But if you don't know where you come from, how are you going to know where you and that's what my book, Up From Where We've Come, is about. It's what we've come from. And let me tell you, with the state of politics and all the stuff that's going on today, my that title, Up From Where We've Come, could have a question mark behind it. Sure, because sure. They haven't changed as much as we think they have. And we've mm-hmm. got to stop and get down to reality here. Mm-hmm. So what what was your earliest memory um, of your family um, being a sharecropper? You won't believe it if I tell you. <laughs> but three months before I was born. Really? That's how, my, that's how the book starts out, yes, three months before I was born. Okay, so now you you have to explain that because how would you know? Well, you read the book, you find out. Oh wow! Okay, well then I'm definitely gonna to have to read it, won't I? Yes. Wow, three months before you were born. Okay. Interesting, interesting. And it took you. When did you start writing this book? Forty, forty-five years ago. 
I, I just wrote a little, put it aside, get burnt out, write a little, put it aside again, write a little. And finally, I decided in the last few years that maybe I better <laughs> finish it. So that I'm working on the second part of it now, which is my life and show business. Oh, okay, okay. So that was going to be my next question. Um, while you were the story behind this book, uh, once your family left um, Mr. Miles, you know, plantation, once once your family was able to leave that, was music your way of kind of coping with that or, you know, just kind of your escape? No, I, I didn't even, I never even thought about getting into the music. Until oh. I, the, first, until the first day I went to high school. Okay. And uh, the first day I went to high school, I, I did my orientation, and then I went to lunch. And I, I was outside lunch table that I was sitting at having lunch, and I heard this sound. It was coming from the distance. I didn't, I didn't know what, what it was, but it was the most beautiful thing I'd ever heard. So I wrapped my food up and I went searching for that sound, and it kept stopping. And so I had to stop and wait for it to start. And uh, I finally went around behind the, one of the bungalows at school. There was four guys standing back there singing doo-wop, and I they, had, they would come there every day at uh, lunchtime, practice. I was so enthralled by those guys, by what they were doing, and after a while I got to feel like I wanted to be, I, I should be a part of this. Mm-hmm. And I had no idea what to do, but then I heard my mentor, a guy named Jesse Belvin, I don't know if you ever heard of him, but he was the greatest thing that ever happened to Los Angeles. He inspired us all. And uh, I heard a record by him on the radio. <laughs> One little blessing. Uh, it, was, it pleased me so. His voice did so. He had his own style. So I called him up, found his phone number in the phone book, called us, Mr. Belvin. I I heard you singing. I like the way you're singing. I want to sing and I want to sound just like you. He gave me a piece of the best advice I ever had. He said, Get your own style, boy, and leave mine the F alone. <laughs> I said, oh, but I, I thought that would be a compliment. He said, you ever hear Johnny Ace? I said, yeah, I heard of him. He said, if you don't get it by now, boy, I'm hanging up. I said, oh, no, please, don't hang up. I don't um, know what y'all, but I want to be a part of this. How do I be a part of this? I don't know how you, and he was gracious enough to invite me over to his house that weekend to hear him rehearse with a group called the Turks, who also had hit records on the radio. And after I left there, I was hooked. So I started mm-hmm. my own vocal. Didn't know how to sing, but within a year's time, I had my first hit record. Wow. That's and that's awesome. how I... Yeah. I had never even thought about getting into this before that. Okay, okay. Yeah. All right. 
Well, your family endured a lot. Uh, what you call what you call share crop mentality um, during that time. And um, are you an only child? Do you have any brothers and sisters? No, that was the reason we were uh, the, this man's favorite family because we there was fourteen of us. Ah, okay. We could pick a lot of cotton. Mm-hmm. Uh, but today, they have machinery. They don't need us at all. They have yeah. uh, chemicals. They plant with the cotton. They don't need nobody to chop the weeds from between it. And there are just millions and millions of poor black people back home. I went back there last year. Just I don't have anybody left there. But I went back there just to see what was going on. Poor people sitting around with nothing to do. Yeah. And the houses are leaning to the ground. Uh, it's a sad state of being, really. And they got dope. We ne- I never heard of dope before I left there. They got heroin and crack cocaine all over the place. And they're just destroying those poor people. Mm. Wow. Oh, that's sad to hear. So sad to hear. Well, I hate to be dispensing sad news, but those are facts. Yes, yes, definitely facts. Well, um, I will definitely take the time to read the book. Um, Again, it's called Up From Where We've Come. Now, have you or are you doing any book signings, traveling for this book? Are you doing any signings anywhere? Yeah, I've been doing book signings for the last uh, eight to ten months. Oh, okay, good, good. So do you have one coming up um, in the near future? Mm, nothing I can put my finger on right now. Okay. All right, just wanted yeah. to kind of share that with the listeners just in case somebody's in your area and they want to come and check you out. Yeah. You know, so they've all but, come to see me already. <laughs> <laughs> okay. In this, especially in this area. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, you out. can find. Um, so, you, do you have any um, performances coming up? Are you playing anywhere? Uh, you know something. I did something last Saturday. That's, I, I and I did something New Year's Eve. Other than that, I really haven't taken the time to do any performance because. I don't know if you understand what goes into writing a book, but no. it takes uh, your slack, you know. Yeah. But I'm enjoying it, but I'm writing my next book, and it's, it's a quite expensive uh, program. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm proud of this book, the one that you have in your hand. I'm very proud of it. Yes, sir. Uh, and I see that you are a lefty, so am I. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yes, that's right. We the ones. That's right. That's right. Yeah. All right. <laughs> we the ones. Well, Mr. Wright, it's been a pleasure speaking with you. Um, can you let everyone know where they can find you on social media? Yeah, they can find me on Twitter, on Facebook. They can find me on uh, uh, YouTube. They can find me at expressyourself.net. ExpressYourself.net. That's my website. Okay. And uh, 
I'm gonna kill Peaches. She's here trying to remind me to tell you something. <laughs> Do you know you know about the warehouse that burned out at a, uh, for Universal uh, Warehouse burned up all these masters of the great recordings of the last century. I saw something about I saw a video or article or something about that on Facebook a while maybe a week or so ago. Yeah, it burned down uh, uh, on two thousand in two thousand eight, mm-hmm. and they just let the truth out. They've been hiding it, trying to hide it because I, I personally have four albums burned up in it. Oh, I'm sorry. Sorry to hear that. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. most of the major black artist music in America that burned up. Lots of uh, other artists too, like some of Sinatra's music. Yeah. And, you know, Louis Armstrong, and, uh, uh, Billie Holiday, all that stuff is burned up. Wow, I mean, that's something I'll never, we'll never get back. You know, especially if those were masters, we'll never get that back. Wow. Right. Yeah, so we've lost a whole lot here. And uh, uh, and on top of that, they've killed our music for the last 25, 30 years. So at some point, they're going to be starving for something real, and there ain't going to be nothing there. Nothing there. Yeah, nothing there. It's, just, it's a shame, too. I was telling a friend of mine the other day, we were talking about, you know, the music, the the radio and what's being played on the radio and I was like, you know, I, I basically drive around in silence because there's nothing on the radio I want to hear and if I, I'll listen to a talk show if I find one that's interesting to me but in terms of the music, it's just it's just not the same you know, No, I drive around that. listening to my own self a lot <laughs> Yes <laughs> I don't want to hear that stuff they got on the radio Oh, exactly. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right, Mr. Wright. Oh, I need um, you then. I need yes. it. Oh, sorry. Go, on. Go ahead. Uh, I want to tell you about a site on YouTube that everybody should check out. It's called The Science Agenda to Science Exterminate Agenda? The science people should get a pencil and paper, write it down. The science agenda mm-hmm. to exterminate blacks. Exterminate mm. blacks, okay. Yeah, it's a very important uh, site. Uh, and and it's on YouTube. I don't know where else it is, but I get it off of YouTube all the time. And that and, a, and another one called the black, a black funeral director tells the truth. Okay. I just pulled up the science agenda to exterminate blacks, so I'll check that out. And then black funeral director. Tells the truth. Okay, got it. Tells the truth. All right, I got that. I'll check those out. Thank you for that. Okay. 
Yeah, thank you for that. Well, again, it's been a pleasure speaking with you. Thank you again for the interview. And listeners, if you want to know more about Mr. Wright, please visit his website, expressyourself.net. You'll find all of his music there, the book. Um, everything you need to know about him is there. And um, uh, you can get every, he has a blog. There's a scholarship program. You want to tell us a little bit about the scholarship? Oh, we already did that. We gave away uh, money for college for uh, some students. Oh, good. Uh, okay. Yeah. Okay. It's done already, so All right. we might do it again next year. All right. Awesome. Awesome. Well, again, the website is expressyourself.net. You'll find all of his social links there, the book, and all of his music are right there on his website. So take a look at that and visit the website. And um, drop Mr. Wright a line. If you remember the Watts 100 Street Rhythm Band, drop him a line and let him know that. And, and what was your favorite song and what you what you did when you heard his music. So definitely do that and pick up the book. Again, it's called Up From Where We've Come, An Eventful Journey. It's available uh, on his website as well. So pick that up. So, Mr. Wright, thank you again. Thank you very much, Terry. Thank you. You're quite welcome. And God and you bless have a great day. Thank you. God bless you as well. And your audience. Okay. Thank you. All right. Again, that was Charles Wright, guitarist, author, and founder of the Watts 100 Street, 103rd Street Rhythm Band. The website, again, is expressyourself.net. You'll find all of his music and the book, Up From Where We've Come, An Eventful Journey, on his website. You've been listening to Talking Smooth Jazz. My name is Terry, a.k.a. The Jazz Queen. I look forward to Talking Smooth Jazz with you again next time. I'm going to play another song from the CD, Something to Make You Feel Good. This is called I Got Feelings Too. So everyone have a great day. Mr. Wright, again, thank you so much. And I look forward to talking to you guys again next time. Until then, keep it smooth. I said I'm leaving right now Got to find my baby somehow Not tomorrow, might be too late I got to find a folks you make A grand mistake You know we had misunderstanding She walked out of the door She said, baby, you're much too demanding I was too proud to let her know that I've got feelings too. I may not be as sensitive as you. If you ever step off into my shoes, you'll learn a lesson about the poor man's blues. When I got up this morning, when I was looking for a job. Police must pull me over. Took my pride. I felt wrong. I got feelings too. I may not be as sensitive as you. If you ever step off into my shoes, you'll get a lesson about the poor man's blues. Last night I went to see my grocer. I told him my money was tight. He 
He said, I think you better come back some other time, son. But not till you get it right. He said, I'm busy paying my dues here. I don't want to hear you singing the blues. Everybody's saying, cash and carry here, son. I said, just you do the same thing, too. I walked right out of his doorway. Ran into the preacher's wife. She started telling me her trouble about what was going on in her life. Turned out the preacher, he's a player. He's running all over town. And in her quest to get even with him, she's trying her very best to lay me down. She said, I feel this too Does he think I'm that big a fool Then let me tell you something Honey baby child The preacher ain't got a thing on you Na 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 Oh na 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 na, my baby's got feelings too. That's why I'm doing everything I can do. You know I got to find my baby. Got to find her from the night and through. I know you're the preacher's wife, babe, but this ain't no time to be acting a fool. If you had your head on right. You see that I got feelings too. Na 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 Thank you for listening to Talking Smooth Jazz. Follow the Jazz Queen on Twitter at Jazz underscore Queen, on Facebook and Instagram at Talking Smooth Jazz. And visit the website, TalkingSmoothJazz.com.